You're listening to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of your naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance. And a whole lot of Crisco, of course. Thank you for joining this evening's edition of The Screw Podcast. Um, Tonight we will be discussing... um, a common misconception about the female orgasm. <laughs> now, when a woman orgasms, it's often considered mm, a momentous... A lie. <laughs> <laughs> a momentous... <laughs> I was going to get, like, really offensive because, like, I imagine some, like, NPR guy being like, so... You know, a woman, her vagina, the myth of the female orgasm. <laughs> Next on Rocking It Hard. The myth of the meritocracy and the female orgasm. Next <laughs> up on the screw. Oh my God, that encapsulates our whole podcast. That is really pretty much it, our podcast. It, is, it really is. It's like, welcome to Telling the you how we need to change <laughs> fucking the way that the world views women and intersectional... Everything. Everything and, and intersectional the rest. sexuality. Ooh. That sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to. That was not like a. It wasn't a fake cued yawn. I was just yawning. Sorry. Mm. Where do you mm. think? Where do you think sex work will be in ten years? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, a dystopian, like, Black Mirror-esque, <laughs> like, kind of, like, conveyor belt sex workers that you could just, like, you know, they, they like, go buy you, like, sushi in Japan, you know? Like, <laughs> oh how gosh. it goes by you on, like, a conveyor belt, oh. and you pick off, like, you just pick it up and decide what, what thing you want. It's kind of like that. That's yeah. how I see it. Wow. Which is, which is cool, and also... Not cool, right? That now reminds me of that photo of you earlier on the internet, like the real life Felicia doll. Like, oh I'm yeah, just like picturing. I, why, you. I don't know why people thought I'm, it. Lo- I think it's because the my eye shape when I'm looking from like that angle. Your eye shape. Yeah, I don't know. I love your eyes. It was also a portrait, so it looked very like realistic, real dolly like. And then I edited yeah. it obviously because yeah. my skin is not that clear. Like Jesus it's Christ, beautiful. I love it. Blow me. It looks pretty clear from here, although my eyesight is really shitty. Well, that's why you think I'm pretty. <laughs> that's why I hang out with people that wear glasses, so that you don't think I'm gorgeous. <laughs> okay, well, all right, so that's the dystopian version. What, oh, right. What okay. is the... What, what is the real What would be version? the ideal version? Like, where would you like to see sex work in 10 years if we're still suffering under, like, Well, I mean, you know, what, you know what that is. That, well, you know what that looks like. It looks like a place... It looks like a regular job in society that has absolutely no repercussions, no ramifications legally. There is nothing illegal about it. It's 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 monetized in a normal way. It's a decriminalized. It's decriminalized, but it's also um, done in a way where it's it's 
no longer a power structure where there's say like a pimp in charge or a man overseeing many women or right. you like know. everybody's like an independent contractor <laughs> everybody's an independent contractor they work for themselves or if they choose to work for somebody say like uh you know say they want to work for a brothel it's it's accredited right right like i don't want to take yeah. we don't want to take the sexy out of it we still need it to be sexy but we need there to be regulations why not have a las vegas-esque legalization feel across the globe. I mean, obviously, I'm. We're probably thinking America specifically because that's where we're living. But right. in a perfect world, it would be everywhere. But let's just say in the United States alone, it would be legal, and it would be so. You know, the the taboo would be taken out of it in a way where it was just another service, the yeah. same way that people go and get a massage. You know, they go and get this service and. Honestly, in a perfect world, it would be just another thing that assists in someone's general sexual health. Why they go see said sex worker would be not only therapeutic for them sexually, but also like a mental health thing. So say, for example, you go and see a therapist and that therapist might not be a sex therapist. It could just be a regular therapist, but they see that there's a block in you sexually because of X, Y, Z in a perfect world. They could write you a prescription to go see a certain specific sex worker or sex worker that specializes that specializes in this thing. And so it's like an insurance based thing as well. So not only could we have sex workers that work on, you know, and, and it could be on the street, say maybe certain streets are designated if you want to do street level sex work versus maybe like you're working for a healthcare facility and you're sort of like, you know, you're co-opting with, say, like, a, a therapist to say, bring over your people that need a dom or needed this or needed right. that. Because truly, if you think about what sex therapy is, what a true sex therapist does, typically, they break through the boundaries. And sometimes certain sex therapists even get physical. Right. And the physicality, whether it's with them or just witnessing or being, like, watching two partners and helping them become more physical in certain ways or get through things... Those sex workers, those hands-on, I mean, sex therapists, those hands-on approach people, I could see that turning into something that would be like, yeah, your prescription is more puss and we're going to fuck it. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then like, you know, all sex workers have wonderful health care. So there isn't this major worry about a spread of disease and this major worry about, you know, these are like low, low hanging fruit, low on the totem pole humans. Like this isn't like, you know, for example, like serial killers aren't going on and, you know, truck drivers that like murder women across the country. They're not looking at hookers anymore to do that. Right. Like, because they're a protected class. Essentially it would be that. And it would just be so normalized in a way that, you know, any woman, when thinking about her career choices as a teenager, for example, could consider it and it not even fucking make somebody blink or think twice. It would just be, I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a nurse. I want to be a stay-at-home mom. I want to be a prostitute. Right. Okay, cool. You can be all of those things, honey bunches of oats, and we're going to support your ass until you figure it out, whichever yeah. one of those things that is. And if I'm your partner, I'm cool with it too, because once again, it's destigmatized. Yeah. Everybody's on Truvada. There's no more HIV. We no longer have, you know, a risk of outbreak of XYZ. You know, right. we're on a better path for certain STDs, STIs. That would be essentially the goal. It would just right. be, you know, 
And so, and if there are still STIs, they would be ones that obviously are not life-threatening. It would be, or not physically threatening to your health, say, for example, HPV that leads to cancer. Things like that, right. like, that would be a perfect world. Because the more healthcare that we spread, the less there is a spread of things like STIs. And the more that people can contain and treat whatever it is, and then potentially not do, like, further damage and harm in the future. For example, if you have chlamydia untreated for an extended amount of time in a uterus... Sometimes you end up getting um, endometriosis, for right. example, right. things Fertility like that. Problems. So, like, yeah. so in general, it would it would decrease. Obviously, it it would increase everybody's acceptance and then decrease these other kind of. I want to say, you know, because there's good and bad to everything, and the bad of sex is STDs and unwanted pregnancies and rape and you know consent issues and people right. not being able to fulfill their own fantasies so they cheat and things like that all right. of these things by normalizing sex in society would essentially not necessarily go away but they would be right. decreased in such a significant amount it would just be so much more healthy and just the healthy the healthier that you can be in a society about sex the healthier the society is in general is my opinion yeah you know what I like? So a that couple was a of, very long-winded answer. No, and was, no one's ever asked me it that. It was actually. great though, like because I think it's an important answer because when we're talking, you know, one of the things struck me about Siren is, you know, when we were talking to her is obviously that you know she, she was very knowledgeable in like the the laws of where she was living in. It sounds like Newcastle has some very friendly sex worker laws and like South I, Wales, yeah. I I've been like very, I I want to look up that more and see how that. You know, see how that aligns and translates to some of this, you know, stuff that I know a lot of sex workers are advocating for here. Well, one thing I thought was amazing was you can, you can have a scheduled situation, sex work, whatever. And if somebody were to rob you or hurt you, you can call the cops and say, this person was I was hired by this person for sex work and right. they hurt me and it, nothing and obviously you're that fine. deters people from robbing you exactly. and hurting you exactly so now we're protecting right. a class of people we're allowing it to happen and then <coughs> let me let me also say this I spoke on behalf of women's sex work I also want to destigmatize it for men because right now unfortunately still this has been this was it happened a lot in the 80s it happened a lot in the 90s it happened a lot now mm. it is very evident that a lot of the men that get into sex work unfortunately have been thrown on the street by families or have been kind of schluffed off by society to figure it out and that's where they end up in los angeles you know getting taken advantage of by people you know what i mean so like male sex work also would be a protected thing and it wouldn't you know not to say just for women but you know when of course when i think of it i think in terms of that but everybody would be taken care of and it wouldn't be, it would just be a normalized thing, you know? Yeah. Hey, you know what I would like to ask uh, Siren and other people, actually other sex workers, because now I'm curious about this myself from a couple of more recent, more personal interactions is the idea of, of some sex workers actually seeking out other sex workers for their own kind of sexual gratification and like this kind of idea that like, you know, a sex worker is probably going to feel safer than a lot of other partners to you because, like, you know, you're negotiating this kind of, 
situation with another person that understands what you do for work and understands what you're used to dealing with on like a sexual level. Yeah, but sometimes people want to have like a disconnect, like when they get home and like, you know, take off their outfit for the day. They don't want to have to talk about the, their... Yeah, no, no, I don't mean you know. that. I don't mean that. I just, I don't mean them imagining and embodying themselves as a sex worker in the scene, but actually seeking out other sex no, workers. No, but that's for... what I mean. I'm saying like sometimes when you, when you get home... You don't want to discuss, like, you don't want to talk to somebody else who's had the same experience as sure. you because it's very draining. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I don't mean talking about the experience. I don't mean, like, an emotional connection. I mean purely for physical satisfaction. Oh, I like, see. Like, another, like, person experienced in, like, like, good sex abilities, you know, like, who can actually please you and understand and read you in a way that, like, you know... Average lay people aren't always that good at, you know? Let's, I understand. Let's be sex honest. Sex workers looking for sex workers to fulfill sex. Yeah. That's fun. I mean, it's, I, I never even thought about it, honestly, until I started realizing it seemed to be coming up as, like, a theme in some of the communities I've been, like, more recently, like, navigating my way through that, like... Sex workers, cam cam boys, cam girls. I mean, I don't know yeah. about. I can always speak well. To I'll them say outside. a lot of yeah, like a lot of porn stars date each other. You know, it, it's just like it's your field yeah. of work. I understand. I mean, this one guy was like, I'm sitting here for like six hours on and off cam trying to keep a heart on. I'm actually kind of horny now and would like to have sex with somebody. And I was like, that's kind of intriguing because I spend the day kind of like weeding through and vetting people and their horny fantasies and trying to figure out, you know, if their horny fantasies match my skill set kind of thing, you know? Right, and it's right, like, right. yeah, some of it turns you on, not all the time and not always, but, like, then you're like, oh, well, actually, it's making me think of things that I would like and, like, you know, sometimes other people are... Like, you'd like a sex worker to come, sex worker to come fulfill those things for you. Exactly. You know? And once I was solicited based on, like from a sex worker based on the like scenes that I said I like fulfilled and they were like I would actually you know I'm actually into those things not I don't do them with my clients but I'm into them personally yeah like would you be willing and you know I was really confused I was like like are you offering to pay me or are you offering for me to pay you like it was like (laughs) like, I was like yeah and they're like no for fun like, for actual gratification. And, I, like, it made me think. And then it happened a few more times. I was like, wait a minute, this is kind of interesting. And then... Well, that's... I mean, how do you... Like, it's hard because I feel like certain places you can definitely network with other sex workers easy. Like, many vids, yeah. for example. Like, if I wanted to find another guy to make a video with, I could right. easily... I've actually been asked by many models to right. make videos with them. So, like, that's a great place. But, like, there's not a lot of... Like, a lot of times sex workers aren't using... Net, well, not anymore, especially because Backpage closed, but, like, they're not always using a platform to be able to connect with other sex workers. They're right. only connecting... With clients. With clients. So Correct. So, we should make an app for that. I mean, because it's an interesting thing. I mean... Like so, sexworkermeetup.com. Right, exactly. So, kind <laughs> of like the, the... Instead of, like, farmers only. Farmers only. <laughs> sexworkersonly.com. Is, oh, my God, that would be... But then I feel like it's like when you work at a retail store. But that's store, also a great You put place. all of your money back into the... Like if you work no, at... No, you wouldn't pay for it, though. Well, no, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's but true. also, Just it's, like a, a, it's a great connection. place for everybody to go fucking um, find you and arrest you all in one place. Well, that's true. So one of the things I was thinking, like kind of the third thing when I'm thinking about this topic in general is just kind of like... We've grazed the surface about it before, but I've said that I've wanted to talk to you more about it, is the idea of 
the balance between like sex work sex and like having a personal sex life and a personal libido and like you know this is like definitely around that at first like I hadn't really given a lot of consideration for because like you know it's like ah you know I'm a horny person. I should be able to have sex all the time, but not really, you know, not really thinking about too much. Like there is a dividing line between the types of sex you're having. One that's for like strictly for somebody else's pleasure and enjoyment and one that's for your own. Right. Right. Well, unless you find enjoyment in some of the things that you're doing, which sure. is not always easy. Sure. Sometimes, like sometimes, you know, there's plenty of times when I'm sexting someone or doing something like that where I'm enjoying it. And a lot of the sex work I used to do, fucking loved because I would I would agree I would find a person that worked like within my set of like fantasies sure and I that's why I agreed to it to begin with that seems very ideal at first when I was younger like say 10 or how I think it was it was about 11 years ago I got into sex work for the first time and it was you know I was very 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 shy about it very just it was somebody came to me that was like a friend that was like I'm interested and we just discussed it it wasn't like me like going around like I'm a sex worker you know I didn't even identify as that I was just like getting paid to do this thing that I might not maybe do I don't know right so like it was and then it was all about them and I was doing things that they wanted and I was pushing my own boundaries in an okay way but I also wasn't always like into it you know so it was like I needed to, like, I, I was okay with it, though, because I was, like, just whatever about it. Like, sure. I was just, like, so horny and didn't care and, like, whatever. Ten years later, it's changed a bit. I have to do things that really, like, I enjoy. Otherwise, right. it's hard for me to do that. Yeah. Luckily, what I enjoy is what a lot of other people enjoy, which is using a pussy, getting, you know, slapping a bitch around, <laughs> and, you know, that, me, and she never sees your face. I'm yeah. into that. So, like, that's, uh, yeah. fortunately... It's an alignment. It sort of works. It's but, like, alignment. I can understand why stuff like what you do could definitely, definitely hurt my libido. I could see that. And I, and I know, like, sometimes, like, I just don't even fucking feel like talking about sex after a long day of even just, yeah. like, selling nudes and talking to guys and getting them off and shit, you know? It's... I'm just, like... It, I think it's, like, part for me is, like, I'm just, like, a kind of overachiever kind of worker it's like (laughs) you know i like oh if i'm gonna do this like i should be like devoting attention and mental faculty to make sure i do it well but like if you divert too much of that you realize you're actually not like my whole thing is like geez you know i i it probably sounds like kind of trampy for some people but like after a client to like try to set up something romantic social sexual for myself like you know to like try to like you can't forget your own sexuality when you are a sex worker i wish i had asked siren more about this so hopefully she'll come back on the show because i actually would love to hear her insight into like this aspect of it too you know like yeah you know so my insight's not enough no 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 i appreciate it thank you it is always enough Mm -hmm. it's okay well tell me more you haven't actually told me about that part for you like, other than, like, you know, the, the opportunities when, like, the pleasure and the sex work, like, align. Like, there's certainly... Yeah, I mean, my... It's... I do not seek sexual situations when I'm inundated with sex work. When I'm extremely busy, I am not interested in having yeah. sex because I am literally exhausted by it. And it's terrible. Yeah. It's not good. That's my own fault, though, because I don't do enough self-care 
Sure. I do spend a decent amount of time off of my phone. I turn it off. I walk away from it. I tell people I'm going on hiatus. I shut off my Facebook. I definitely spend time off the internet. I won't post on Instagram. And it's not because you've been kidnapped by like a stalker. No, it's because <laughs> not usually if I mean if it is, hopefully somebody would notice. But like I I just spend time taking care of my own mental health, not worrying about who's being left like on red who's left hanging they all i don't know a single one of my customers or friends which i consider them both usually that maybe one or two that maybe like i probably should have never vetted to begin with but like (laughs) for the most part i don't know a single person that has when i get back to them a day or two later when i'm like hey sorry just need some time off or whatever that they weren't understanding you know what i mean like i'm very good about finding awesome people that really do understand i need time alone yeah and The other thing that I do when I'm finding myself disconnected from my own sexuality is I, so like my sex work right now is different than yours, but I can relate to it in this way. I will say I'm making content. Making content can be just as taxing as, you know, having sex with somebody. I have to get my whole body ready. I have to put on the makeup. I have to do all of those still those same things as I would have to do as if I was showing up for a client. And then I have a full night of recording. What I try to do is I try to find things. So say I'm like recording a couple videos that people have requested, like custom things that I wouldn't necessarily make. I will make a video that I am turned on by. That's my treat. That's my way to reconnect to my sexuality. So the other day, I made a jerk-off instruction video. You saw my my face when I was re-watching it. <laughs> it was amazing. It took me 24 hours to watch the fucking thing back. It's a five-and-a-half-minute video of me giving jerk-off instructions and fingering my pussy at the same time. And my face watching it is, like, all contorted. I cannot... Like, look at my face right now. I'm, like, squinchy-eyed, like... Because it's just... it. That's not me. Like, okay. I... It is, like, I can put it on. I can do that. I am, I can get in that mode, but that normally isn't me. So, like, I don't know. It's just, it's a, I, I like to be able to fulfill that for people, but I'm also, like, more shy because that's not what I like for porn. So, instead, the next video I had watched, for example, was the one where I was just fingering my pussy. It was, like, two and a half minutes of me just stretching my pussy and fingering, and you could see how fucking wet I was, and I remember... I per- I made that video because I was feeling it. I opened the window. I, lo- I let my nipples get mad hard. And I was like, I actually got off watching myself. And then re-watching it later, I was like, yeah. You know what nice. I mean? So, like, that is – I try to always make sure. So, say, for example, you're only doing sex work. Try to at least include one person yeah. in your, your day's work or your week's work, your week's work that will satiate something that you also enjoy. Right. So, like, try to find one little piece that combines something that you're into. So it's not all like, okay, I don't like to role play this. I don't like to do this for this dude. I don't like to bottom, but I'm doing that all this week. Okay, well, you need to find a fourth person, whether it's sex work or just a sex partner sure. that you're now getting off with and you're enjoying at least one aspect Right, and getting your needs met. You, like, I'm talking to yeah. you directly, though. Like, your oh, specific needs. You're talking needs. to me. Because... <laughs> You, like, I know you. You can rationalize that you'll find something sexy about every scenario simply because you're helping another person get off. That's fine, but it's still work. It's still, think of it like this. Would you normally get into this scenario with this person if money wasn't on the table? Right. Probably not is the answer. Right. It probably wouldn't be worth it for you to leave your house for it. 
you need to find the one person, the one client, the one scenario, the one whatever right. that meets and satiates that hunger or that need or that that drive or that thrill and that it excites you so that you are actually enjoying that experience too. Yeah. And if it's not found within the sex work and you do have time, like find it within obviously your relationship. Yeah. So like I will, for example, sell my nudes all day and then I will find a dude I'm flirting with or a chick I'm flirting with and I will send them my nudes you know like not unsolicited i'll be like hey you want to see my pussy baby you know what i mean and then then i'm showing somebody for free that that i am into i'm excited to show my body to that wants to see my body that is now like oh i get the treat of this person who doesn't normally give out her shit for free is giving me something for you know what i mean like that's how that's another way that like i reconnect with it is i make sure that this content just doesn't fall on clients eyes this goes to the people that I want to see this for free anyways. Yeah. Which, trust me, 92% of my clients, quote unquote, my customers, I would prefer, if I could, I would send them everything for free. I love them to death. Most right. of them are fucking A, hilarious, B, ride or motherfucking die, C, amazing fucking men. I mean, I have That's great. a half of a woman customer. I don't really have women customers, but I have amazing customers so, hundreds of amazing customers even the ones i barely know through many vids that i got to interact with through like our contest they were yeah. fucking amazing to me one of them i realized i like sold a shirt two years ago i was just like what the fuck so like i would if in a perfect world if i say i came into money tomorrow all these motherfuckers that have been buying and supporting my ass through my nude sales which let me let me tell you. We all know we can all go online and get the free shit. We all know we can toggle our mouse over Felicia's vids and get a snippet and probably figure out the rest and fill in the blanks. But a lot of these people are just simply fucking supporting me. So if I were to win $3 million tomorrow, all y'all get free nudes for life. You heard? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I don't need that shit. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. I love them so much I would like to give them my shit. That's great. So I just want to put that on the record too. That's so great. like that's a part of why I enjoy what I do. But then I still have those four or five people that get my nudes for free that I get off on sending them to. That's that's interesting. So that's my way of like balancing the scales. Mm-hmm. Right? Nice. I like that. Yeah. I don't know. I just... No, your advice, your advice thus far has been all very good advice. But I will say like as a person that... I don't know. I don't know what it is lately. I My libido is interesting. I get extremely horny for like four hour increments and then I don't care for like two weeks. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's probably seasonal depression again. But like yeah. at the same time, I really do think a piece of it is body changing things. You know, like losing weight and then gaining some back and then doing yeah. that. You know, like changing my fucking physical health and kind of fluctuating like I was just on a really good track and then I fell off like things like that you have to take care of yourself and taking care of yourself and being physically and mentally healthy is only going to allow you to continue to do more work or more or enjoy yourself you know it's ridiculous that I don't go out on a Saturday night and hunt for some D you know (laughs) what I'm saying yeah but mama oh, tired, mama broke, mama don't got money to hunt for well, the Well, and, and honestly, what I'm finding is the weekends are, like, like hot buttons for sex work stuff. Like, 
Like I need, <laughs> I like need to find romantic partners that are like really down for like Monday, A Tuesday, Monday through Wednesday, <laughs> An afternoon delight. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what are you up to? Sex workers in flight. <laughs> Ooh, after- Sorry, that was awesome. <laughs>